You're about to listen to a conversation between me, Mediocre Mitch, and my good friend Scott. Scott's been my friend for a really long time, and he's done an amazing job transforming himself over the past few years. Scott's a regular guy who took a sensible approach to diet, fitness, and to getting himself in a really good place, a place that I admire. Let's get started. Mitch. Meet Mediocrity is a community where regular people meet to discuss our wellness journeys, to learn from each other, and to encourage each other to keep on trying, even when we are just mediocre at our chosen wellness activities. Today's conversation is between me and my good friend Scott. Over the past few years, Scott has done an amazing job transforming himself. He has used yoga, diet, and his Peloton bike as big tools for transforming his wellness. Scott is not a Peloton spokesperson, but maybe he should be. He's one of those people that really thrives on the community and the feeling that Peloton brings to the table. So rather than go on any further, please join me in welcoming my friend Scott to Meet Mediocrity. So Scott, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Um, So Scott, you and I have been friends a long time. uh, What, over 20 years? Over 25 years? Probably, yeah, almost 25 years probably. So, and I would never say this to you like if we were hanging out watching football or going out to dinner, but I'll say it in front of everyone on a podcast. You know, I'm having you here today because I really admire you and the transformation that you went through. Thank you. So, <clears throat> Scott, so I don't remember exactly how long ago it was, but there, it was like definitely a few years ago you started losing weight and looking great and making me jealous. Uh, so can we go back and, and remind me a little bit about the transformation uh, that you went through? Yeah, it was about about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gotten to a point. I, so let me level set, right? So yeah. I'm about six foot three and a half, almost six four, right? Mm-hmm. So um, when you're that tall, you can hide a lot of like roles, yep. right? Um, and it gotten to a point where I was getting, my weight was getting to a point where I felt like, all right, this has just got to stop. I got to, I got to do something about it. So it was about four years ago when I took, I, I undertook a, um, um, a, a, an effort to say, all right, how can I get my weight back under control? Um, at the time, you know, I had been doing, I've been doing exercise, been going to the gym. I actually had um, about four years prior to that taken up yoga. So I was doing that quite a bit. Um, which I actually kind of liked because it was it was somewhat aerobic, right? So it was uh, you know like vinyasa yoga. You're moving. You're you're doing a lot of um, up down. You know, almost kind of like burpees when you're doing the vinyasa. Yeah. So so like you're, you're you and I are both big guys, yeah. Scott. Yeah. So you started yoga about eight years ago. Yeah. You're saying. Uh, maybe even ten. It could even be ten. Now I don't know about you, but like. I like yoga. Yeah, it's fun. But balancing on one foot, I completely <laughs> stink at. You're good at that? Yes. So, but <laughs> but when I first started, I was like, you know, the klutz in the back of the room, right? So yeah. I'd be like, that's off in me, the back. by the way. Yeah, off in the back in the corner, kind of doing my own thing. But 
what was good about it is, and, and what I find motivates me, is somebody telling me what to do. Right. Same. I go to I go to the gym and you know go you know run on the treadmill or like lift some weights or whatever like that. It's like yeah I'll do some things whatever. Oh it's great that's enough you know fine right move so, on to the next thing right. I get bored. So yoga at least you go in for you know an hour and a half. Yep. And there's somebody telling you what to do every minute that you're in there and you just kind of get out of your own head and you and you follow what they're doing. Yep. So that was kind of like the first part of my like journey. It was great. It kept me. Um, it kept me flexible. Yes. It helped my back. You know, t- like I said, I'm almost six four, and you know, tall person's disease yeah. is bad. Lower backs. back for sure. <laughs> it's yep. bad backs. So that kept me really um, flexible. I was able to like you know keep my any back pain and stuff like that in, in check. But I wasn't losing any weight. Right. Gaining weight, things like that. So then finally, about four years ago. Um, I decided, all right, enough of this. I got to do something. I got to lose probably 30, 35 pounds or something like that. Um, so I, it was around January of that year, like New Year's kind of New thing. New Year's I resolution said, time. New yep. Year's resolution time. I said, all right, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to lose this weight. Did some research online, found paleo diet. Yep. Right. Very popular. Very popular. I looked at it, and actually, I think I was doing like the Wild Thirty or whatever. There's this guy like Abel James, I think his Abel name. Abel James. Yes. Abel James. So, I went bought the bought the program for like thirty bucks, whatever it was, and they sent you they sent you all the materials. They send you like a daily meal plan. Like this is the stuff you should eat every day. Here's your shopping list. All that kind of stuff. And did it pretty religiously for, I don't know, like a good six months or so. Okay, that's great. And I lost, I think I lost about 25 pounds. That's when I started noticing and saying, (laughs) damn this Scott. Yeah, right. Okay. So it was about about 25 pounds or so I lost on it. So I felt great, you know, definitely clothes fitting better, all that kind of stuff. But I still like... I still needed to lose like another fifteen or twenty, and even and and get into into better shape than I was. Right? Mm-hmm. Still, I was, I was still doing yoga, um, still going to the gym, you know, here and there, doing some stuff, but not, still not great. So, so your fitness was focused at that point predominantly on yoga. You weren't doing yeah. any other heavy cardio. No, at that point. no, not not my cardio was was the yoga, like the first, you know when you go to a like a vinyasa class, the first 15, 20 minutes of it when you're doing that, when you're doing the vinyasas, yeah, down, it's pretty, okay. it's pretty cardio, yeah, you know, that's down fair. dog, whatever. And that's fair. You know, but it was limited to yoga. Your cardio limited was to limited to yoga. Limited it. to yoga. So, so not great, right? Uh, plus, you know, I got a little family history that that's not great when it comes to that, and I felt like, all right, here I am. Um, so this was about four years ago. So I was fifty-three. I was like, all right, I really need to do something here. This is not, you know, not healthy. Um, so then I started doing some, some research, looking around, whatever. And so this is about three years ago. Um, yeah, three years ago. So it was a one year into, I was like one year into the diet, which was great. It was keeping the weight off, keeping, you know, following the paleo diet, um, which for everybody out there listening is a great diet for men because, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of protein. It's funny. I was going to say, you know, most of the stuff. people I know who've done paleo are men. Are men. Anyway. It's like, uh, my wife could not do that it's just too much protein and you know yeah i mean i do stuff. know but women who've done it but i do know more many more, more men. men who've yeah. done it yes and so i was doing that is it kept it up for, for about a year and then i guess it was around christmas time that year um 
I had been doing some reading and seeing online this thing called Peloton. <laughs> right? So um, in the area we live around here, there's a Peloton showroom at, at you know, the, the mall up around yes, here. Yes. So we took, my wife and I, we took a, we took a, a ride up there one day to take, a, to take a look at this, see if we can try it out in the showroom, whatever, if we would like it. So, so I don't know, for those people who may not be familiar, it's an in-home spin bike. Right. I think most people have seen the TV, TV commercial over Christmas and, whatever. and all the drama. Yeah, so everybody kind of knows what Peloton yeah, is, yeah. right? So we looked at it. We said, hey, this looks like it could be pretty cool, right? So we made the splurge. And you know, it's not cheap. So if anybody's out right. there looking, whatever, it is it is a real commitment. But you got the Peloton bike. You delivered to your house. Delivered to my so house. So you have a Peloton exactly. bike in your house. In my okay. home. Now, the other thing is before I bought peloton i i said let me see if i'm gonna like spinning at all right so i actually went a few times to soul cycle and to flywheel and stuff yeah. like that to try it out if i would like it and i really did were, you, so, were there just curious so you went to soul cycle yes were there any other men in soul cycle um <laughs> like one or two yeah I, I, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and at least 30 years younger than me yeah, that's you know, it's funny. I, I must admit, I mean, Soul Cycle looks really cool, but it's a little bit intimidating. It is. I <laughs> and, was like, and by the way, it's not cheap either. No, so right, so that's the thing, right? So you go to Soul Cycle, and and you know, not to disparage Soul Cycle, whatever, but you know, it's thirty five bucks a class, right? You know, and there's people going to this thing like three, four, five, six times a week. Yep. It's like you can go broke going to Soul Cycle. No, they're making progress, but it is expensive. And it's yes. expensive. So, but then when you so. So then we said, all right, great. I like this. This is something. And what's also great about spinning is, again, same thing. You go in for 45 minutes or an hour, and there's somebody telling you what to do. Right. It's like, just shut up and do what they tell you to do. Yes. Right? So that was the best part about it. So we got the bike. So it was delivered in January three years ago. Yep. I became obsessed. Literally doing this minimum four Sometimes six times a week okay. for forty-five minutes at a time. Okay, um, just you know, it's it, it's like you know. And the great thing about it is that it's right downstairs in my in my basement, right? I throw on a t-shirt, a pair of shorts, I go downstairs. It's there. I get on the bike. Forty-five minutes later, I am drenched in drenched in sweat. Walk upstairs, take a shower. I'm done. Just don't for have, the record, yes. I just I just put two and two together. You're you're a friend of mine. You don't work for Peloton. You're not a <laughs> no, Peloton not. sponsor, but you're wearing a cool Peloton T-shirt right I am. now. I am. Anyway, keep going. Oh, I've drank the Kool Aid. There's no. There's there's absolutely no question about it. Um, and I'm also actually happen to be in the in the uh, health and wellness areas of of advertising, whatever. And we're actually trying to stock to stock Peloton as a potential client. But anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the um so where is it so so it's in your basement right it's in my basement 45 minutes like all kinds of great music and and the instructors and you know again you put on a pair of headphones you get on the bike and you're done in 45 minutes but it's a fabulous workout um what i found out happening is i was getting into much better shape like like not necessarily losing pounds but inches right clothes fit better and then before i know it i was probably i lost probably another 15 pounds so on top of that so i have to ask you a quick sidebar question because sure. i've done some peloton too do you have a favorite instructor yes <laughs> <laughs> i do too yeah. who's yours so well i got a couple okay. but I, my, my absolute favorite is this woman her name is jen sherman yep 
And for people who are like Howard Stern fans, yeah. whatever, you know, she, he's obsessed with her also. So She I is feel, super cool. <laughs> she's I, super cool. I'm a country music fan, so I always do <laughs> Hannah Marie Corbin classes. But um, yeah, uh, Jen so, Sherman's so very Jen, popular. Jen Sherman. And what's nice about Jen Sherman is she's age appropriate. There you go. <laughs> you know, and and she's just like the music she plays is great. Um, she's, she's fun to listen to. But what's also really good about her is she is giving instruction the whole time. She's not just jabbering and talking and, you know. So she'll talk talking. about form. She'll talk she'll about talk form. About she'll be like, like it, what's really great, it's like every every couple of minutes she'll say, you know, make sure your shoulders are down, you know, because you hunch up and stuff. So she's really good about telling you what you should be doing and how you should be doing. Great. Um, so, she, you know, one of my favorites, it's like if you look on my list of whatever, it's like I'd probably take her classes like three times more than anybody else's. <laughs> But it's fun. And that's what's great about it is you find somebody you like, you take their classes, you know, it's fun. Um, so that's kind of like where I'm where I'm at today. I mean, I've tried. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, it's, it's not where you're at today because actually you are kind of where you're at today probably a year or two ago and you've been maintaining it. Yeah. Well, so so the, to me, that's a real trick. So, Scott, when, yeah. you know, whenever my my failing if you want to call it that, is I will make progress and I get excited. The clothes fit better. The scale numbers <laughs> look better. And then I reach a, a plateau. Yeah. And instead of just kind of saying to myself, be happy, Mitch. You're at this great spot. Now just keep it going. Right, right. I lose the joy of, of, of the scale numbers going down. I lose the joy of the size going down and, and, and I start to regress. You have maintained I, Let's I, talk I mean, about that. I have my ups and downs. There's okay. no question about it. So when I first when I first started this, and like actually when I started doing the Peloton, I mean I got down to a point like a weight that I hadn't been in since like college. Right. right. That was hard to maintain. It, it was it, it was it was nice. It's like everything fit great and I looked good and all that kind of stuff. But I was, I couldn't keep it up. But I so since that point I probably put on like I don't know five or ten pounds so you actually over. got to a point that was your comfort zone my comfort zone like right now i and you know following like the holidays and I stuff was just like gonna that, ask you, about that you know yes. you put on some stuff you drink you're eating whatever like that so but i am very conscious of when i notice like okay i might have put on a couple pounds here and there and then so what i'll do is i just up my level of of effort you know yeah, so maybe you, you're able some... to see that you know you're slipping, yeah. and you're able to kind of call a timeout. Exactly. Exactly. Good for you. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and you know sometimes it takes you, you know, it'll take a couple of weeks or a month to get back back down to you know to what I think is normal. Um, it's not easy. You get a little discouraged and stuff like that. But you know, I know the thing that is is like I've done it before, so I know I can do it again. Well, the nice part about what you just said. I kind of blew it this year, Scott. So I, I, you know, in 2019, I lost weight. I had some fitness goals. I made the goals. I hit the holidays, and I just kind of forgot about everything. <laughs> and it's now, it's now kind of March of 2020, and you know, I'm still not where I'm not. I'm still not back, quote, on track. No, of course, of course. And, and also, it's you, frustrating. Well, and also, you got to forgive yourself. You had a little rough year. Well, yeah, no, no, <laughs> you, know, you know. But here's the thing: you know, everyone has challenges, and everyone has stuff going on in their lives 
The thing I like about what you said that you do that I just took from from your this conversation that I'm going to try to remember <clears throat> is you kind of put guardrails on it. You almost said to yourself, yeah. "There's a number right. that when if I creep up to that, exactly I right. will call a timeout and get back on track." That's right. That is a great strategy that I didn't do well this year. <laughs> no, and, and and the way I looked at that, right? So so, I always I've always been like when when you when you look at like your BMI numbers and stuff like that, yeah. and they tell you whether you're you're normal, you know, overweight or obese, yeah. right? So at my highest, you know, like I said, I'm about six foot four. I probably at my highest weight, I got up to somewhere probably pushing two fifty. Yep. Right. 6'4", 250, you know, you're over a 30 BMI. Yeah. You know, so you're technically, you're obese, right? Scott, man, I lost 20 pounds and did a half Ironman triathlon and I'm obese if I look at that. So what can you do? I know. But anyway, keep going. So so that just pissed me off, right? <laughs> because I was like, I'm not, you look at, because you look at me, I'm like, no one would look at me, look at you go, oh, look at that fat guy over Absolutely there. Absolutely not. No, right? Absolutely not. No, but that's the that's the that's the beauty of being tall, right? right. I have the same situation. So I get <laughs> so, it. So I kept saying, all right, I gotta, you know, I gotta get this down, right? So I I finally got I got it down to a point where, according to my height, and my weight, whatever, I am normal, probably high normal, never gonna be, you know. So I don't know, it was like around twenty three BMI or whatever. So I that's where I try and. And, and keep my guardrails around. If I see myself creeping up into the overweight category versus the normal, that's when I get, I start thinking about that. Now, do you have one of those BM, now do you wait to your, do you have a BMI scale? No, or do you just go I to go your doctor? In, what's I, your, on my phone, you can put Oh, you in, do it, you do you it, put yeah. your, You put your height, your weight, and it tells you And BMI. it tells you BMI. Okay, yeah, so, you, so you're, you monitor it that Exactly. Way. But I have, I've never done like percent body fat things or anything like that. I don't, I have no idea with that. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any particular so so you mentioned the holidays mm-hmm. um are there any other things you can think of that are kind of triggers for you like you know you know i, I just you I, know, know I, i'm in advertising yeah okay it is a very high pace stressful uh, business, yes, to be and here. it's not really seasonal. It just no, stuff happens time. when stuff happens. It's all the time. It's, yeah, it, it used to be. You know, when I first started in this, it was like, oh, you know, slum, summers get slow and things like that. No, it's a constant churn all through the year. Not only you know existing clients, whatever, but then new business pitches and things like that. So there comes you know there's times. As a matter of fact, just the last week, it's like late nights. Um, you know, not necessarily eating eating right. You right. know. You're sitting in the conference room and they order pizza and it's like pizza it is, <laughs> you know, pizza it is. So things like that that definitely give me you know a trigger. Um, holidays, that kind of stuff. What about the travel? So so I travel a lot right. for business. Yeah, so you travel I. for business. The whole you know you don't have the Peloton when you're when you're ah, in a hotel. How do you deal with that? I do. Oh, you do okay. So I'm a nut. I'm, I'm going to admit that I am a crazy nut. So I, I do a lot of travel in the U.S. Whatever. Um, a lot of times going to Chicago, things like that. I stay at hotels that have pelotons. Oh come on! I do. So wait a minute. So I was in Chicago two I, weeks I, ago. I, I must admit I stumbled <laughs> upon one hotel okay. that had a hel- uh, that I mean, had you know, a There's a website you can check your hotels. Well, there. that was my next question. Is that really a thing? Yes, it is really a thing. Okay. So. I, I go back and forth to Chicago a lot, and I stay, I stay usually down on uh, Michigan Avenue, whatever, yeah. right? 
the Westin and the Marriott. They both have Peloton. Oh, so. for goodness sake. And I'm a Marriott person with yeah, well, my Marriott a, Bonvoy yeah, points. Exactly. And there you go. So okay. I do that. Um, and which is great. So it's like I can do it you know, early in the morning. I could do it after my meetings at night, whatever it is. Um, not all the time. So, um, but then the other thing is, I feel like I'm shilling for Peloton, but it's like they have an app, you know, on your yes. phone, whatever. And you can, you just go to any hotel that has a gym and a bike and you put the app on and you can do it. Yep. Um, plus they have like things for treadmills. Like you can, you know, do like running classes and all that kind of stuff. So I do, when I travel, bring gym clothes with me, always try and try and do that. But the, the other thing, which I always make sure I'm, I'm trying, I like, I try to make sure I'm eating right. Yes. So, you know, I do like market research. I don't know if people have ever done market research. You're sitting in the back room, you're watching it, whatever. And it's like, they order food and there's candy and there's all kind of stuff. It's like, I like sit on my hands and I make sure I'm not just like sitting there popping M&Ms all day. Um, so that's part of it. Um, you know, just because you're traveling doesn't mean you can't eat right. Order a salad, you know. So you so you've been able you've been able to get into a bit of a travel rhythm yeah. and stick with it. I try. I try. That's it's not hard, you know, and then you know, but then you're going out for dinner with the clients and things like that and, and sometimes there's drinking involved and you know, so and that could be that could be your downfall. I'm yeah. not I'm not a big drinker. I, I but I do drink occasionally and there's a lot of, of bad calories and everyone yeah, everyone but, knows. But you know bad. what? Anything in moderation. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. So it's fun. All right. So let's so let's kind of recap. Okay. So a couple things that I heard. Um, you know, we talked about we talked about the fact that one one thing I liked is that you kind of approach this I don't know whether this was by design, but it certainly looks looking back you did. You did this on layers. You took up yoga. Mm -hmm. You got your diet under control. You added the Peloton. Mm -hmm. You do other other forms of fitness, and you've kind of layered things on top of each other, so it could become all part of your life. Yeah. So I kind of like basically at this point, I've figured out a formula that works for me. Right. So it's yoga for my you know for my back and for my flexibility and and just keeping me limber and things like that, which really helps. Then there's my diet that I watch. Um, with guardrails, which with I like. Rails, That's another thing fine, I took you know. from this, yes. And, and listen, even if you don't want to go on like a very strict diet, whatever, just like what I've noticed is just watch your sugar intake, you know, watch your carbs. You can have a piece of bread, but don't eat four pieces, you know, right. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's, you know, some structured exercise. And I find... Like I said earlier, it's like I need somebody telling me what to do every single minute. I am either, you know, in that ex in that um, program, right? Because left to my own devices, I'm just gonna half-ass it. Right? Yep. So I'm that. It's like you tell me what to do, I'll do it, but don't expect me to do it on my own. <laughs> so stru so structured training <laughs> structured works for training you. Structured training works for me. So there's a lot of so there's a lot of things we learned here. Layering one thing on top of the other. Yeah. Watch your diet, but put some guardrails on it because right. you're gonna have some slips. You talked about structured training because having someone tell you what to do is a lot easier than telling yourself. <laughs> right. Um, and you also you also talked about planning for travel and planning for yep. slip ups and, yep. and kind of allowing it to happen. You know, yeah. if you have to you have to travel, just plan for it. They're gonna be slip ups, right. just put guardrails around them. To me, there's a lot of learnings in just kind of your simple journey. And you're just a regular guy with a simple journey. Yeah, it's it. It's, you know, listen, is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's like I struggle, you know, all the time and I try and keep keep on top of it. 
Um, but you know what? You live once, you know. You can have a piece of cake. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and, and so and so, Scott, this is the main reason I wanted to have you. First of all, thank you so much for coming. Oh, my pleasure. Um, but the main reason I wanted to have you, and, you know, I know you. Not everyone knows you, but I know you. And you're kind of a regular guy with a regular job and a regular family. Mm-hmm. And you've managed to fit all of this stuff in. Not, you know, you haven't been Joe Pro Fitness your whole life. But no. you've been kind of aware and and what you've done you know here is you've gotten yourself into a rhythm that you've now sustained for a few years mm-hmm. you're still looking good you're still doing your thing and there's a lot to learn from that so thank yeah. you thank you this was fun all right take care scott so as i said earlier scott is a regular guy i consider him a lot like me he has a family he works a job he travels for business and he's had his wellness successes And he's had his wellness struggles. There are two things that I heard today that resonated with me. The first thing I heard is that transformation is hard. Personally, I really like the way Scott took a sensible approach of layering one good habit on top of the last good habit over a number of years. The second thing I heard is that maintenance is even harder than transformation. The thing I really like that Scott did, and I mentioned this in the, in the conversation, is that he puts out those guardrails around his weight. He knows there are times, especially around the holidays, where he's going to indulge. He's going to go to a party, and he's going to put on a few pounds. But by having those guardrails, that weight number that signals to him that indulgence has gone far enough, And the fact that he's able to use those guardrails to trigger himself to get back on track and pull himself together is really impressive. I'm going to try to do that. Although, first things first, I just restarted my transformation or my retransformation thing. So when I get where I want to get from a weight perspective, I will be sure to use Scott's guardrail strategy to prevent significant slippage in the future. It's just a great discipline. Okay, so here's the wrap. Please subscribe to our podcast. Please follow at Meet Mediocrity on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please, if you have a friend who might enjoy this, point them our way as well. We'd love to have you and your friends join our community. So, until next time, this has been your host, Mediocre Mitch. Asking you to be happy, be positive, 